You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Beat me up on the mamas of all mama shit. Hey, I'm looking through my telescope and I see a mothership. Is that you? Beat me up. Hey, DA, I'm thirsty, man. Can you beat me up for a cold one? Hey, DA, what's going on, baby? Stop me off and beat me up. DA wants the silly Oh, permission to get in that mothership. Is my window seat still available? Beat me up. What's going on, DA? Hey, man, I need you to do me a huge favor. My co-worker's a jerk. Oh, just beat me up, man. Get beamed up. Everyone else has. It's DA on CBS Sports Come Radio. back to a thirsty Thursday here on the DA Show. Bogus in for DA. EJ is here. He and I are four for four this week. Hard hat guys. Hashtag hard hat guys. Uh, Pete has checked out after three days, so Ryan Betcher takes over the rest of the week. We've got day two of two from Greg Double G Caserta. The asset is here. I believe CeeLo takes that role tomorrow as we just meander our way through a week without Damon. And I'm now I'm being told Pat Boyle is here tomorrow? Yes. That's Pat. breaking news to me. Boyle's, yeah. Boyle's me tomorrow. How about that? Yeah. I was told Boyle was off limits this week on vacation. Yeah, I double-checked with him yesterday or a couple days ago. I think it was yesterday. All and right. he was like, nope, I'm in. I was asked to work tomorrow, and I said no. Thank you, you're asset. Because you're, you're somebody else's <laughs> asset this weekend. <laughs> yeah. You have a different assignment. Yes, I will be assigned somewhere else. So who called you a hot guy yesterday on the Twitch feed? I believe it was Marie in Denver. So Marie in Denver is all over the place, huh? Because she's going to be happy that we're getting boiled tomorrow oh. as well. Someone's going to fly to Denver at some point soon <laughs> and just take care of things. I think we know who that'll be. It's, it's not you. I mean, a real boss will fly her out. That, that's what you do. Get her now. here? Yeah, that, wow. that, that, that's, that's what you do. I'm just saying. A real a real boss, that, that's the move. You got to fly him out. That's a man with ideas right there. Yeah. You know, we probably didn't break it down enough. We talked about Brady hanging, Tom Brady hanging out last weekend with Irina Shake and picked her up twice from where she was staying, drove her back and forth twice in his Rolls Royce. Now that's well played. But do you, is the, is the bigger move sending somebody else in your Rolls Royce to get her or do you go get her yourself to be extra gentlemanly? I would that, pick her up. Yeah, that told me that he really wants to, uh, you know, sign, seal seal the deal with this, that right. he went by to himself. Because I would agree. I would think that you would send a car. Uh, get in the end zone, as they say. <laughs> I was thinking seal the deal in regards to yeah. making it official. Right. But, of course, Greg, two Gs, goes that way. But, of course he does. <laughs> but, no, I mean, so that's what he's I, here. <laughs> I I would have assumed that you would send a car. So that's the top move is right. driving yourself. That's the that's the I progression. Get it starts with sending somebody else in the Rolls Royce. When yes. you want to close, you go do it yourself. Exactly. But this then is you run, Edwin Diaz in the ninth. But then you run the risk, and they got burned, of now us seeing them on camera in the car with him, like petting her face all lovingly. And that maybe we had to find out why Giselle was upset. Maybe that's why she was upset. I maybe. hope I never have to hear about Giselle Bunchin ever again. I've had it with her. No, EJ and I have signed up for 
this being like a, a spite thing from Shake. If she's doing this to get back at Giselle for something, I'm here for that. No, exactly. I'm cool with Brady and what he does. I just never want to hear about Giselle ever again. That seems unnecessary from you. Why? I just what she's did she got, ever do to hurt you. She just got that mean face, that scowl. She just she doesn't look like a nice lady. I, I would agree that I wouldn't want her mad at me. Yeah. I mean, we've seen her mad at Patriot wide receivers for dropping the effing ball. Right. <laughs> I think that's where it started. I think that's where my dislike of her started. Um, and it's funny because I just started watching the quarterback series. I was doing laundry the other day, so I threw it on, and I paused it. I'm only into episode one. But within five minutes, the Brittany Mahomes, there's just something about that woman that really rubs people the wrong way. And I can't put my finger on it, but there's something to be said when a lot of people don't like you. She's a lot. There's there's something. I, I like they go to her quickly. She talks about Pat Mahomes and how he's not really a guy that takes a lot of photos. And she's just she's talking innocently. And I'm like, I don't have an issue with her right here. But I know somebody does, and I'm trying to figure out the root cause of that. It's definitely not a bad thing. But it's, um, she's an acquired taste. Mm. Like, there's one scene, I don't know if it's in that episode or the second one, that's as far as I've gotten, where it's his birthday party, and there's, like, four different photo op setups uh-huh. that she's dragging him from oh. one or the other to take different pictures. Yeah. At one point, he's like, I'm out. Like, that just, like, it just seems like she's a lot, which is yeah. fine for certain people, but I know I'm not built for that. No. I mean, I know she, they've been together since high school right yes. which is amazing right. she's a year older than him she was in the grade above him mm-hmm. and i and i feel like that story bogus just told feels like your high school girlfriend pulling you around and saying oh we gotta take pictures like that feels like that and i yeah. feel like some of this the disdain come from maybe they're they're a feeling that they haven't really grown from that or she hasn't really grown from that like i haven't said this but my girlfriend says this often where she feels like she calls her first wife material. Okay. Like, yeah. it just feels like, oh, we made it, and we're going to be super extra about how awesome everything is. And Meaning that there's more down the line, that there's another wife in the in the cards? That, you know, there'll be a level up once Mahomes kind of realizes uh, kind of what status he's at. Although, I mean, the I'm trying to remember when Russell Wilson's marital status changed in his career because he was married mm. to like his college yes. girlfriend. I think he yep. was married when he got drafted. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. So, and now he's with Ciara who almost was with Sean, if you remember correctly in the history of the DA uh. show. Um, but it feels like at some point you go, oh, you're like, oh, there's a, just like a different level of person around you or something and things can change. But I feel like almost maybe they're past that point. I mean, he's been Patrick Mahomes yeah. for a long time now. Yeah, and it's funny you mentioned the Russell Wilson thing because that's, in some ways, I feel like Britney's kind of, like, that's the archetype. Like, that that meme that people saw of draft night where Russell Wilson gets drafted and, you know, his, his now ex-wife was, like, overwhelmed with r- excitement but almost, like, rage on her face, how excited she was. <laughs> right. And, like, that being, like, yeah, that's, a that's you know, again, first wife type material was, like, oh, you know, act like you've been there before a little bit. But you're right. It feels like Britney Mahomes is kind of, they're, they're well past that. He's the best player in the NFL, multiple Super Bowl champion. So maybe she 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 survived this. But but when it comes to why that disdain is there, it feels a lot of it comes from that, that it's someone who, like, hasn't maybe emotionally peaked past high school. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kirk Cousins' wife 
should be Kirk Cousins' wife. Like, it just makes total sense. <laughs> She's laying out his clothes for him. I mean, they couldn't be... And there's probably people who think they're super annoying, too. Yeah. I'm all in. Like, I might have a Cousins jersey soon. I've heard a complete that he, 180 on this guy. That he becomes the star of this yeah. show. Like, everybody has been raving about how he comes across in this. And he comes across exactly like you'd expect him yeah. to, but somehow on camera, it's endearing when it wasn't up until the show sure. started filming him. And apparently he's still buddies with his high school offensive line. Like, yeah. there was a picture of, of him is. with his high school offensive lineman, which I just found very endearing. Like just, the classic, you know, remember where you came from. Don't right. forget the little people. Like that's 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 awesome. I know someone who close to me who worked for the Vikings last season who told me multiple times, Cousins is really nice. Like he's a cool dude. Like to the part where you almost felt bad that he gets raked through the coals as much as he does. Yeah. So like I, it's been interesting now to see like America kind of understand who Kirk Cousins is and, and and grow to like him now the way I was told about him last year. Yeah. You know. If you do like a deep psychological dive, it's probably because I think we do in general appreciate like um, like honesty and like it's just like that's him. Like he knows it, mm. he owns it. They, he makes kind of jokes about it in his nerdy dad joke kind of way. He knows everybody cares about his LL Bean button downs and whatnot, and there's nothing fake about it. Some of the things maybe are not for you that he's about, but like it's just that's what he is. Like he's not any. And he appears, by all accounts, to work his ass off. Like, he's maxed out being Kirk Cousins. There's not one thing left to do. That's as good as he's going to be. And other guys may have fell short of that, but he has taken advantage of everything put in front of him to make all of this money. And when push comes to shove, be a better-than-average NFL quarterback. Yeah, I'm look, like I'm just looking at his career numbers, right? So his completion percentage is shade under 67%. Over 37,000 yards. Passer rating, if you're into that's around 98. Touchdown to interception ratio, 252 to 105. He's had a really nice career. Yes. He's a good, he's a better player than we want to give him credit for. Yeah. But there is still an honest assessment where is he actually good enough to lead you to the act to the end? Sure. And I don't think he's that guy. But it's also not always his fault, like we say it is. Yeah. And he's also my age, which is weird. He seems like an old man. Mm. Um, he's a month older than I am, and yet he seems like he's been in the league for 20 years. Listen, you've got time to catch up. Just keep keep <laughs> yeah. spinning in the backyard. Someone yeah. might pick you up. You never yeah. know. I mean, there were people on this show that you know used to rave about their athletic prowess. I am not one of those people. <laughs> I will never pretend to be. I was a JV player. Um, I also heard Josh Allen, topical because he's on one of the TVs in here, um, a buddy of mine, his father's a retired New York City police officer and does private security now, and he drove around Josh Allen in Midtown Manhattan one night and said he could not have been nicer. Um, was just a really good dude. I forget who he was dating at the time. Um, she apparently wasn't as sweet, but he said that Josh Allen was just a regular guy, you know, loves, you know, loved the police officers and, the, you know, appreciated everything. So it's like, yeah, some of these guys get it. Well, Josh has already done the stereotypical upgrade because mm. he was engaged to, I think, a girl from college, and now he's was making he out with Haley Steinfeld, an actress and a singer. What's she from? I know the name. Pitch Perfect. Uh, yeah, B like uh, Bumblebee. Right. She was in a trans Hawkeye. Transformer Oh, movie. I know her. Yeah, nice. Now, I first wow. knew who she was when she was like a, 
11 or 12 in True Grit, a <laughs> yep. remake of a of a Western. Okay. Matt Damon and... Oh, God. Uh, Why well, can't think of the other guy's name? But it's a good movie, and she's really good in it. Okay. As a kid. Now she's an adult, and now she also has songs like on the radio, but I wouldn't know any of them. Yeah, she's 26. Ellie Steinfeld. Yeah, and they're and they're making out in pools and whatnot. Nice. Hanging out in New York, getting sushi. Mm -hmm. Getting driven around by Greg's friend of a friend. <laughs> God, uh, this guy I know. Cigar smoking dude tweets in. Uh, I'm toasting us hard hat guys. Uh, amen. I'm the only person at the law firm for the next two days due to a seminar. It's going to be a good time. Hashtag hard hat guys. Hashtag stay in the fight. Hashtag toast him. Uh, Steven in SC, I'm toasting my 10-year-old who every time we're driving and he sees a cop, says to everyone in the car, act natural. Makes <laughs> me laugh every time. That's a good kid. You're doing something right if your kid's making that joke when he sees a cop drive by. I'm in on that. So toast to Steven in SC's kid. Love it. Uh, keep those toasts coming at CBS Sports Radio, at Andrew Bogus. We'll do hours, read more. Uh, in our next segment, plus done to a news this hour as well. Uh, but let me sneak this in real quick. It's Big Ten Media Days. The headlines continue to be Northwestern. They spoke yesterday about their hazing scandal. We also have Jim Harbaugh's four-game looming suspension, both the things that we'll discuss next hour with Matt Marshall uh, from the Orlando Sentinel. But a headline-grabbing thing for yesterday was Ohio State head coach Ryan Day revealing uh, that he sees the rationale here, and there have been discussions about this. When we get to next year and the Big Ten grows again, there's going to be no more divisions. Everyone's just going to line up one through 16 next year, 14, whatever the number is, and I, I'm never going to remember, certainly not the Big Ten. Uh, they're just going to go top to bottom, top two teams make it, which creates a problem if Michigan and Ohio State are the top two teams in the Big Ten because then they would play back-to-back -back games against each other. They're regularly scheduled the game and then the conference title game. And if you're doing that, and especially if you know going into the regular season game that you're going to play in the Big Ten title game the next week or the week after, how do you handle the game when the second game is theoretically, actually in reality, more important for a playoff spot. So the idea is that some have floated is to move this game, move the game off the last weekend of the regular season. Now, obviously the Big Ten has changed structure over time. Michigan did the research. Um, the game has been on the final weekend or the final week of the regular season since 1935. If we use the future Big Ten setup where everybody just lines up, there's no divisions, and the top two teams make the conference, 48 times in, since 1935, 48 times the, big, the, the Ohio State-Michigan game has affected the Big Ten title. Particularly, half of those 48 became the de facto title game. Now, They've never played twice in one season, which is now on the table. And this is where I start. I misspoke a second ago. Now, if we apply the future setup, they would have in the past met 24 times twice in a year, including the last two years, they would have done this double. So it's a real, they're not worried about nothing here. This would have happened a lot. And that game always means something. So it is worth thinking about spacing them out a little bit. So 
one doesn't kind of compromise the other. I did a terrible job of describing all of that. But the bottom line is, this is a problem. Whether it needs to be addressed is the issue. Now, I know, EJ, you suggested playing this game first. Yep. The actual game, the regular season game. I can't imagine the way that both of these schools build their schedules, that they would do it first, because both of them have to get fat early on bad teams. But... At least that does, that would be a heck of a way to start every year. I mean, if you're talking about keeping the integrity of the importance of this game, which you can't really do if you leave it at the end of the season, I think putting it first is the only way to replicate that. If you put it in the middle of the season and just becomes another one of these, you know, games we have during regular season, it's still not going to mean as much. And I don't like the idea that we have an expanded playoff, so there is more of a chance to get in, but... I don't like the idea that when you put it in the middle of the season, it's like, well, if you lost, well, you can kind of like work your way back. Like to me, put it in the beginning and put someone behind a big eight ball where they start a season with a loss and you have to really climb back as opposed to it being, well, they've had a long season. There's been some injuries. We can kind of throw away, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba didn't play this week. So, you know, we're not going to take pay attention to this loss that Ohio State took to Michigan, you know, in week eight. Like, no, first game of the season, both teams at full strength, no injuries, no excuses, and let them go at it. There's plenty of other college football rivalries that have had their first games be right. uh, against their rivals, like Miami and Florida State. I'm a Miami fan. They've done it several times. It's awesome. It's nerve-wracking as a Miami fan playing against your rival in the first game of the season. They haven't done it in a while, and I wish they would go back to it. I think it would be really fun. Yeah, and you know, everybody's got no record. It sets the tone, and... It, I think it does, at least to me, it would make some sense to say, okay, even if you lose in week one, you've now got your 10 weeks to fix things and, and recover when you play from the, losing. And when you play in a rematch, now we have gotta, a whole, it's right. almost a different season yeah. by the time you get to the end of the year. So it won't feel so much like, oh, for four weeks ago, we kind of saw them and it wasn't the same. Would you compromise with week two to let them each play, you know, some random directional school in week one as a pseudo exhibition game and then go into week two theoretically both at one and oh and play yeah i think that's probably more realistic because there's there's the concept of the big 10 has to agree to allow those teams to play week one immediately not many conferences you know have these games sec i think has some of them teams and play they have to on. right right yeah so so that's probably more realistic but to me like if they can find a way to swing it week one like that's the absolute best way to make this as big as possible while not um, putting it where it used to be, of course, or where it's been, which is the last game of the regular season. It's a thirsty Thursday. Still some time to get your toasts in at CBS Sports Radio, at Andrew Bogish. Our toasts, your toasts, done to a news when we come back on CBS Sports Radio. We're toasting to the good life. I feel alive. Ah, ah, ah. We are feeling good and doing well. How many beers ago? Uh... Probably a thousand. It's the DA Show's Thirsty Thursday. Celebrating with some booskies. All right, cooler is open. Get your booskies ready here. I, before we do that, though, I got to say, I got to give a Pete update. Pete's here. Pete was here earlier than we thought. He beat the 8 a.m. cutoff. Yep. Much to my chagrin, Bilotti, somebody hypocritically did not dress up mm. to interview people today. He's wearing a trench coat. I found that weird. Well, that's a so he's in normal Bilotti attire. He didn't even up the foot the foot gear to anything close to a dress shoe. He's got his like Skechers slip on still. So we're doing baseball third base coach here. I mean, you can't ask people to dress up if you're not going to dress up yourself, right? It makes sense. 
Okay. It wouldn't make sense. I don't know. So we ain't toasting Pete the boss this morning for that. Uh, EJ, you're toast. You go first. All right. So I'm toasting the legendary, the iconic, nasty Nas. Nas, the rapper, came out with his latest album, Magic 2, last Friday. He's a Queens native. I'm a Queens native. Grew up listening to Nas' music for a long time. He's been on a great album run. Basically, he's done five outstanding albums in three years. And there are two different series. There's King Disease and then there's Magic. This is Magic 2 that came out. Magic 1 was probably my favorite Nas album, maybe since Illmatic. Magic 2, really good. Not as good as Magic 1, but still outstanding. The fact that Nas is pushing 50 and still rapping at this level is outstanding. So I'm toasting the great Nas. Booskies! Ryan, your turn. Okay, so... Last night, I decided to go to the movies and watch Barbie, of course. Mm, and I'd like course. to toast Ryan Gosling just for his incredible comedic performances. He was great in Barbie, great in The Nice Guys. He is by far an underrated comedic actor. Okay. Which is The Nice Guys? It's uh, him and Russell Crowe. Yeah, R- Russell Crowe. They're like detectives in the 70s in L.A. Yeah. What's the Will Ferrell, Marky Mark? The cop? other guys. The other guys. So yeah. are they are that's too close for comfort. Is it supposed to be like that? I don't the know. The nice guys, the other guys? They feel like you So I saw the nice guys once. I really don't remember it. The other guys is sneakily one of my favorite comedies. Which you've said before. Yeah. On the show. Yes. I with with Ferrell and Wahlberg. I think you made a reference, like you pulled a line from it and we kind of all stared at you like what is that and you were disappointed that we didn't get it or yeah there was something there yeah Yeah. so that that's come up more than once on this show yeah aim for the bushes see gotta quote it you got it see he's the best he's good it's good and you were out there i told bilotti when i first i did a little fit check said i'm disappointed in you i referenced ryan's t-shirt i said pete you watch your step he brings a lot to the table another great shirt today no mistakes on the air it's time to be time to be nervous. And Ryan just keeps delivering. All right, Greg, what do you got? Who are you toasting? Well, yesterday, you and Pete Bellotti were really hamming up the fact that I work at MLB Network. MLB Network. I'm gonna toast them because I will be on Sunday night baseball on MLB Network. This Sunday night, eight o'clock from Truist Park in Atlanta, the Hank Aaron Invitational. Yours truly will have the call. I'm toasting you, MLB Network. <laughs> you looking at the camera is my favorite thing. So uh, Kaplan loves it. Delivering like it's a testimonial. MLB Network was on one of our TV yeah. screens. It's no longer now. So you can't d- talk directly to Roflo or to mm. Lauren Shahadi right now. It is it is really a nod to Kaplan, who is back there in the laboratory, because I know he gets a kick out of it. Yep. And it's really a joke for maybe two people. Uh, no, three. Me, you, and him. Three. Yeah. 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 And I think people, um, I'm sure the Twitch or the YouTube stream is commenting on this as well. It, it doesn't go unnoticed. Yeah. And I still haven't decided whether I'm going to block Mraz is always wrong for his comment yesterday. That you were not as hot as others have claimed you to be? Yeah. I don't yeah. know why it really irritated me so much. I, I know how that feels. You know, so I, I posted the question. I pulled the audience and in the past before Twitter went south a lot of people would see it and you get a lot of votes this got 10 votes last I checked seven people said I should block Mraz is always wrong 22 
three said I shouldn't. I don't know which way I'm going to lean. I'd vote for no. Okay. Yeah, I'd vote for no. Because I've never blocked anybody. I'm a big mute guy. I mute almost everybody. I'm not that prolific, but that's the way to go because they don't know that they're muted. Sure. I think anybody in the the quote-unquote business, I think I've muted. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, you've got to mute. I got to... If you like are tweeting like pointless stuff, you get the mute from me. Um, but it's it's not again. You're throwing it around willy nilly. Yeah, I'm much I like pickier. the mute button. See, I, I like the mute. I like muting words because there's certain words that come Ooh, up, okay, and names that come up. I forgot you could that do I don't that. Want, I don't want to hear. And it's done a pretty decent job of you know, you know, doing some triage so to right. speak of of my uh, of, of my tweets that are on my timeline. There's a way to do it. I've been told it, and I never actually do it. I need to turn off seeing people retweeting people yes. that I've muted yeah. or blocked. Like I, I hate so that. Like, especially, and they're doing it in a way like, can you believe this dude said that? But I don't huh. even want to see That's, that yeah. person yeah. sucking. So don't retweet it. So then, therefore, it's like circumventing my mute or block. That yeah. one sucks. So I, so I could block any sort of Draymond Green reference on my timeline. Yes. Wow. I've done it. I've done it for. Kanye West. Okay. I've done it for Elon, who I've talked about on Trash Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I've done it for a good number of people, and okay. it's, it's worked. It, it really works. This is way too inside. I'm going to start doing that for Ray Martell, <laughs> <laughs> who, who I have muted on Twitter. But you know what? Ray's the guy that would sniff that out. Yeah, 100%. So you got to be careful. Yeah. He's, Ray would notice that you're not interacting with him and ask you why. He's very sneaky. Uh, I'm going to toast my buddy and friend of the show, Ross Tucker. I think I worked with Ross years and years and years and years and years ago at Sirius when it was just Sirius, not Sirius XM. I think it was his first job, maybe his first real broadcasting job after his playing career was done. Uh, and I can remember like talking to him about like what he should do, where he should go. Didn't have kids at that point. I think I was just married. I mean, we were babies. And now friggin' Ross is part of the CBS on NFL and CBS crew doing a handful of games, I think, with Tom McCarthy this year. I can't believe it. He's terrific. He's awesome. He deserves it. It's only going to keep getting better for Ross. Uh, But having been around him like from the beginning when he was just figuring all those things out, I can't believe how much success he's had. And I'm so happy for him. I'm so proud, proud of him. He's got a couple of games early in the season because that's when there's the most games on the networks. So hopefully soon he graduates into one of the teams that works every single weekend. But for now, the fact that he's in the family, in the big chair, so to speak, on an NFL Sunday on CBS, huge booskies to Ross Tucker. Booskies! And I was looking for soundcheck stuff. His podcast had a lot of really cool stuff that almost made the show several times this week. So definitely want to shout him out as well. And Ross loves his beer, so he'd appreciate a booski, and he'd have a good (laughs) suggestion of what we should be toasting him with. Yeah, he's a big IPA guy, right? Yeah, which is not my favorite uh, style, but but it's it's fine. I heard him call a game for the first time. I don't know if it was last year or the year prior. He was doing some Westwood One stuff. He was doing a couple of national games. He really is terrific. Yes. He's very smart. Yeah. To me, he lives in the perfect, he's in the perfect like, sweet yep. spot of like goofy offensive mm-hmm. lineman, but also like professional broadcaster with like actual thoughts and actual takes. He does his homework. He knows everybody. 
I just I couldn't be happier. He doesn't him. bludgeon you with the locker room chalk talk, the no. A gap, too high safety shell yeah. garbage that I don't want to hear anymore. He is like the perfect every man call the game for me. He's he's yeah, great, great job by you both. And now that I think about it, he likes this show. He listens to the show. He oh, might wow. be listening right now. Now I think he often listens doing like school drop off, which is not happening at the moment. So we might no longer be in his daily uh, rotation, mm. but on top of me liking him and loving him and being happy for him, he loves the show. We love him as a show. So we couldn't be happier for Ross to be a part. I'm trying to think now. They hired uh, Chris Lewis as a new play-by-play guy. I'm tr- and Tiki. Tiki, yep. Tiki's got a yep. full slate of games for CBS. Um, so some new blood in the family on the TV side. Uh, and it's cool that we know two of them pretty well around here. Yeah, and you said Tom McCarthy. Now, is that a full-time addition for him? I, it sounds like he is slotting into like that five slot now that Greg Gumbel's no longer calling games. So it's possible that I have the wrong partner for Ross, or maybe Tom always will have games with different partners. Right, because Adam Archuleta's part of that is that I... Yeah. I guess we could just pull up the press release that they came out with That yesterday. would be fair. Um, but either way, I can't believe, A, that we're here also too <laughs> that we need to have announcer assignments for football games. That's how close we are to actual games. Uh, but again, Booski's to Ross. Your toasts keep coming in at CBS Sports Radio at Andrew Bogish. Uh, thanks everybody who's toasting all of us for holding it down so far so good through these four days this week uh, in this new version of the DA show. You'll get, you know, a partial look at new things starting on Monday when Pete's back in his chair. DA's back in this chair. I'm back in my chair. Uh, and we're hoping, I don't know, I'd love to go, as, and I know DA wants this too, to make kind of the interview process as much of an on-air thing as possible. Obviously, some of those things need to be done in private and with like confidentiality and whatnot. Um, but we're going to take you inside as much as we can as we figure out who gets to hang out with Pete in that little glass booth for the foreseeable future. Uh, Big Lair. Hey, guys, I'm toasting my wife. Not only is she a full-time worker, she never complains and does more than she has to for my daughter and I, not to mention she's about 10 times out of my league. Hashtag Booskies, hashtag Supermom. Booskies! That's the thing, man. If you, um, We should all be marrying up. There, my, I am definitely not good enough for my wife. I don't know how we tricked her. I don't know how it, she continues to be tricked, but that's the place you want to be in where you are the lesser of the person in the relationship, where you're the one uh, reaching upwards and for some, wondering why this amazing person is even wasting their time uh, on you. Uh, Wolf Stars, Waya Nakwisi, a.k.a. Mike, uh, I'm toasting the, hard, the hashtag hard hat people who are always eager to help the show succeed when the regulars are on vacation. Hashtag uh, Thirsty Thursday, hashtag Booskies. Booskies. Adam V, former bath guy. I'm toasting my daughter. She celebrated her 19th birthday this week and is making me feel old, being that I'm only 39. Hmm. All right, Adam V, former bath guy, having fun at 20. Yeah. Booskies. I mean, it's bad enough that I'm 43. My daughter's almost 13. Like, I don't like that math. But if my daughter was halfway through college, Can you imagine? No thanks. Oof. Feel old enough as it is. <laughs> uh, Sparks Gang 330. What's up, fellas? I'm raising my glass to my little cousin getting married this weekend in Michigan and also our 7th and 8th grade football teams having a 7 on 7 tourney over the weekend. Fun days ahead. Hashtag Booskies. Booskies. Keep those coming. We'll read them throughout the morning. 
About an hour and a half left of the show still to come. Matt Merchel of the Orlando Sentinel on all the latest college football news. Uh, we'll touch back in, touch base again on these running backs. Uh, their hands out, looking for any chump change you got. Loose change in the couch, some free money that a quarterback maybe turned down to be a New York Jet. They'll take it because they just can't get any money right now. We'll do that in our next hour. When we come back, though, um, we'll do some basketball. Just did a DA trick. I'm going to throw it a break because Caserta's been here for the entire hour, so it throws me off. Uh, we're not done yet. In fact, we've got headlines and we've got stunned new news right now. Yes, we do. I was getting ready to go to break. I'm like, all right, we'll uh, we'll, we'll make it work. That's this, my fun wave. Like, hey, hey, DA. This still here. one, just in, Bogues. Tom Pelissero reporting that four-time Pro Bowl running back Dalvin Cook is flying to New York today for a visit with the Jets this weekend. How about that? So running backs it. looking for loose change. Dalvin Cook could finally have a new home if things go well on his visit that with Aaron the Jets. Rodgers money. Yeah. That'd be pretty big. I mean, that's the way to spin this, right? Is to make the Rodgers money into like DA money. Mm. That Dalvin Cook's living off what Rodgers gave back. <laughs> I like it. Not too shabby. So yesterday there was no debate from Carolina. Frank Reich comes in right out of the shoot and says, yeah, Bryce Young's our QB1. Bryce will fool you now, you know, because he's got this quiet demeanor. But uh, I like the way Scott said it. This is a grown man. This is a stinking grown man, and he's he's in control. Um, he knows what he wants and how he wants it done, and uh, and I think that th- that's a good place to start from. Isn't the NFL better with Frank Reich in it coaching? I guess. I'm just glad that we figured out what team Bryce Young is on. That was a problem for the show last really? week. I think we did half a segment with him in Houston and C.J. Stroud in Carolina. Oh, okay. It took a second. I, I thought you thought he was on the Colts because of Frank Reich having No, no, no. Yeah. D.A. started a whole thing last week, and then they they he and Sean talked for minutes as if Bryce Young was a Texan. And we were all in this like mental twist of who is where and who's playing for what and when people were drafted. That's very unlike this show. I guess part of it had to be because the Panthers were bad, but not that bad. I mean, they almost made the playoffs crazy right. enough in, yeah. the AFC, in the NFC South. So you're thinking the worst team in the NFL got the number one pick. Oh, Texans, duh. And actually, it was a team that traded for that number yes. one Yes, because Lovey Smith went for two. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Good times. Talk about a middle finger. Uh, two middle fingers, actually. Uh, wanted to play this one from my colleague at MLB Network. Chris, MLB Network. Chris Mad Dog Russo on high heat talking yesterday with the always colorful Joey Votto of the Reds. A couple yeah. of months ago, you said that Zach Greinke and I are a hall of very good ball players. I think Zach and I would agree. You may be right. But I get the gist of what's going on here. I know what you're doing. You're looking down on us. A couple small markets. Midwest ball players, just because we're not big city, just like you, Mr. New York City, Sirius XM radio star, Mr. National Television, ESPN star, with your Fifth Avenue ties and your crisp pocket squares, your tailored suits and your polished shoes and your hair, your perfectly coiffed Broadway hair. Must be nice to sit atop that Madison Avenue ivory tower looking down on us with those luscious locks. Not everyone can be the next Roger Peckinpah, Mad Dog. You should be ashamed of yourself. You're a disgrace. How great is that? I need Bilates. Did, did, did Joey Votto just turn heel? Did he so, cut yeah, a promo so, on Mad Dog? Yeah, I would say what? as the wrestling representative, I guess, on okay. the show right now, I mean, that was a, ba- that was a baby face. 
Okay. Promo. That was not a heel promo right. because the baby face is for the little guy. He's for the underlooked people. That was and, CM Punk right there. Right. And yeah. he's saying, oh, this guy with his New York mm-hmm. and his big personality and his money, like that was very Dusty Rhodes in the 80s. You know, I'm a farmer's boy, you know. <laughs> With my pop belly, and you know my daddy, my daddy was a plumber, and now here I am trying to be a world champion. You know that was what Joey Votto had channeled there, and I love it. And it's weird because I think Pete will like it, but remember Pete also hates Joey Votto, so I don't know how that goes. Oh, I forgot. Mm. About he hates Joey Votto. He thinks Joey Votto. He doesn't think Joey Votto's in the Hall of very good. He thinks Joey Votto's in the Hall of Shame. And he loves Mad Dog. We might need Pete to come in and hear this Think and so. have some kind of tiebreaker. Can we do that after uh, the the update? I mean, why not? I'd love to hear that. I'm in charge. Let's um, do it. So would would Randy Savage's all time promo be a baby face? The cream rises to the top. So yeah. I'm pretty sure that was a heel promo. That was a heel promo. Yeah, I'm pretty sure at Duh. that point that was a heel promo. Well, I should have known that. <laughs> Silly he's talking me. About how great some asset. <laughs> One more from Mad Dog, just because I heard this yesterday on Twitter, and I just love the guy. Terms apply. Uh, concerned with your play, 800 Gambadu. Concerned with your play, want to call 1 800 Gambadu. I don't care what anybody says. He is the greatest broadcaster in the history of sports radio. There's he, nobody better. He's a remarkable human being, <laughs> and he is like that all of the time. Gambadu. Um, <laughs> I think I've told this story, but maybe not on this show. Oh. I was so I was at Sirius when he came to Sirius mm-hmm. and working on the sports channel that became Mad Dog Radio and nobody knew what was going to happen. Were we going to lose our jobs, lose our current shifts? Nobody knew what was going on. And people did. There were I think some people who kind of were pushed aside or reassigned whatever. And I'm sitting at one one point in our in the floor there there was a huge bank of computers that were just open for people who didn't have offices. You could do your prep work for your show there. So I'm sitting there on a computer, me and my buddies, we're talking, whatever, and he's being led around like a tour, but he don't yeah. even hire, like this is, he's starting to work. Introduce, introduce, he gets to me, oh, Andy, <laughs> big tennis guy, right? <laughs> and he slaps me on the ass as he walks away. I'm wow. like, now I'm a New Yorker. Yeah. So I grew up listening to him. Sure. He's my, you know, my one of my radio heroes. Yeah. So, and that was our first interaction. That's incredible. Starstruck. Called me Andy, remembered because he had listened to was listening to the channel beforehand that I liked tennis and gave me a huge wind up congratulatory let's go slap on the ass and how great is that? And he's the best. He's so the like best. if you saw him now, it would be. I mean, it's how long has it been since you last saw him? Um, I mean, it's been a it's been a decade because I haven't gone back there. I saw him when this network started. The first two Super Bowls and the first two Final Fours I was at. So okay. I, I saw him at probably before the New York Super Bowl was the last time I think I saw him. Uh, you know what? I saw him once since then for a personal thing. Okay. Uh, somebody who had a, a death in the family of one of our serious colleagues. I saw him there very briefly. But I did um, trade some texts with him when he went into the Radio Hall of Fame. Awesome. Which is kind of recently. Still got a Christmas card. But that's his wife, not yeah. not him. Yeah. But you know, I got a beard now, different hair, a bald mm. spot. I'm not. It might take a second to for him to connect dots, since connecting dots sometimes is really hard for him. For him, to begin yeah. With. I mean, it's. <laughs> I don't think you would get an ass slap today. No, as an it's older, different times. As an older gentleman, it's different times yeah. too. 
Yeah. HR violations and whatnot. That's, you can't be doing things like she that. She was, folks, that's a bad job by Commissioner Goodall. <laughs> that's still one of my favorites. Tank Johnson. There's so many. I mean, we could do an hour on Mad Dog. And uh, it, we've basically eaten into this entire update. Yeah, so we're going to have stuns. to... We're going to push stun back a little bit. We've done almost nothing on the rundown this morning, so why start now? Yeah. And when we come back, off the rundown, I think Pete versus Votto again? We'll see what happens. The DA Show, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. You are going to be shocked to hear that Pete is too busy to come in and listen to this Mad Dog Joey Votto clip. I believe Cap, in the moment, last segment, asked Pete to come down and Pete said no. Segment ends, Kasura and I walk out of the studio, Pete's desk chair empty, we both go, "Uh uh-oh. I begin walking down the hallway, I see Cap. I see the compound, the office. Is Pete down there? Yes. Can't do it. I go down, stick my head in, and Pete's in a room with David Marinick, our executive producer. And that's where the interviews are happening. And they have, it's like a, like a murder detective, like a serial killer, one of those like big like tack boards. They got headshots. They got thumbtacks. They've got strings <laughs> connecting people to evidence stuff. I don't know what's going on down there, but they are knee-deep in something. So Pete's too busy to come down here and pick sides between Mad Dog and Joey Votto, at least for now. Maybe before we're done this morning, uh, we can play. The good thing is I don't think he's heard the clip. He didn't hear us discussing it because they're, they're in interview mode. So he doesn't know what we need him for. So hopefully he can we can play him that audio, and that'll be the first time he hears it, and we can get his live reaction on it. But... As EJ pointed out, it didn't even dawn on me that Pete versus began with his uncompletely yeah. provoked attack on Joey Votto one morning, and he loves him some Mad Dog. But then Joey Votto's doing a really, really good wrestling promo yeah. on Dog. So I don't, there's no telling how Pete's going to handle that. Can we dig up Bilotti? Railing on Vado is that is do, how recent was that? What was the context? Um, it, I believe it was because you know I love a good railing. Yeah, it, it was essentially Vado's first game back 
from his injury. Is that what it was, or did he have a home run? He, he had a home, home run, run in, that in game. his first game okay. back. So he had a home run in the game, and afterwards he was very emotional. Before the game, he was very emotional, and <laughs> we kept playing Joey Votto clips. Like I think he was in soundcheck, and then I think also he was in the update. Yeah, and Pete blew up. It might have been the morning where Schwartz was on updates. Oh boy! And his first update was almost word for word a recap of the first thirty minutes uh, of the show. It was. He led with what we led with, and then he played two of the soundcheck cuts in the same thing. And so it was Votto back to back, and Pete doesn't like when Schwartz does that. That he like doesn't. I just don't like him. He like doesn't <laughs> listen and like spread things out, and he like and he doubles up on sound or whatever. And then it was Vado, and Pete went off. And then, of course, because he went off, we had to keep going back to the Vado well as much as possible for the rest of the morning. It grew to him hating the city of Cincinnati, basically. Yeah. It went beyond just Vado to just like, what's with the Reds? They haven't won anything in years. And, He's a weird guy. And eventually, I think, he, you know, he didn't really like Cincinnati. <laughs> Can we clarify? I am not a shy guy. <laughs> He's a weird guy. I enjoy his commentary more when he's not here. There, it's not AI, but if we if Pete went somewhere else, we could keep Pete without the physical Pete. There are so many Pete clips in the system, and really one for almost every scenario. We could just have a soundboard of Bilotti, yeah, and we'd we'd survive. You know what, what? I think. Yeah, what I think is going to happen now, now that the other albatross is out of the picture, I think we're going to get a lot more Bilotti drops. I think that there's going to be a treasure trove of Bilotti for the rest of this year. Creating them or playing them or both? I think he might play a few more now. I think now that he steps out of the rather large shadow of the albatross, Mm. um, almost like the asset, but way more cumbersome. I could see Bilotti trying to up the Bilotti quotient on the show. I think he's going to. Because he sees the opening. Yeah, there's I think more, that's on no the doubt. table. He's going to hit that A-gap and just run right through. Do we talk NFL football? Do we talk baseball? Do we talk more Bilotti? It's anybody's guess. It's hour four to Thursday on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.